All right, we are back again. Boxed up UFC, Slimmy and Dylan tapping in. How are we doing? Good, good. I just want to uh, disclaimer off the start. Um, it it feels good to know that I have hit my low. Dude, look at gambling. look at the look at the screen. Look at this. These were my. Is picks. that mine? That's yours, bro. I had. Wow, yours was worse than mine. I literally I lost every pick except for one. I went two for I went two and eleven. I got Belbita right, which I did not bet on, and I got Egate right, and I hit him in lays that lost. I didn't win a single bet, and I placed too many. The, the double digits. And, I'm there. Um, I'm there with you, except I hit Oliveira money line, and that was the one I put the most units on, so it kind of helped with the damage. Right. It was rough. See, I was waiting for that. I was like waiting for like, and I was like waiting for something to happen that would just get me back. It never did. Like, you know, I heard how bad it was for me. Bridger had me put in a bet for him, and that one, that was my only win was Bridger's bet that fucking I put in for him. And, and like when, and I got the Curtis push too. When that happened, I was like, fuck, well, <laughs> so and, the, and he was probably on his way to lose too. Yeah, so yeah he no, was on his way to lose. That's say it feels good. I've hit a bottom. That sounds like you've also. Maybe yes. at the bottom. Uh, yes, I mean, this was my worst card, at least of the year. I don't. I'm sure I've had a worse performance at some point, but I've gone through cards without hitting a bet. But those were like random finance where I threw like five bets, and this was yeah. a, like I went heavy, bro. I went heavy on this card. Well, we uh, like I. It feels good to know that like that, like it's only up from here. So, well, and it's also it's harder to talk about cards where you're you're also shitty betting on. But we're gonna fucking do it anyway. So, Canada is back. The the whole thing was we are fading Canada, and that is where we went wrong because <laughs> apparently Belvita is Canadian, she, like she lives in Canada. Yeah. So including her, all six Canadians won. Dude, imagine that lay. Oh my god. We did. I did the opposite. Same. I literally, I literally faded everyone straight and with lays. Imagine just parlaying Nelson and Jazzy Jazz. That was probably like plus seven hundred. Well, but, let's get into it. Let's yeah, get into fuck. it. Let's see where let's see where we went wrong. Um, so kicking Every off tonight, uh, Diana Belvita beat Maria Oliveira, and I would I'm gonna nominate this as probably the worst fight I've seen in 2023. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad, man. Oliveira was getting takedowns and then would start losing the fight on the ground. It was just really bad. It was bad. Oliveira got cut. This was basically a battle of who's worse, but I think Mobita's actually like not that bad. Like she'll, I, she'll, I think she'll hang around, and she's pretty cute. So, <laughs> I I don't think she's very good. I think she's. I think it's just more like you said. It Maria is just worse. I start off hot. What a no on topology, baby. Not me. Um. Yeah, Oliveira's cut. Not really much I remember from this fight at all. Um, but moving on, flyweights, big upset here. David Dvorak, number 10 ranked flyweight, goes down to Steve Ersig, who fought pretty well. I mean, obviously he won, but like I was very su- surprised with how well he did in his uh, debut. We, we've been saying these random fighters that get short, short notice, come out of nowhere. It's been a recent trend of them, maybe not all winning, but... Like the guy that chaos fight and the guy that fucking um 
what's his face fall on the pay per view? That same card, you know what I'm talking about? Diego Lopez, yeah, yeah, Diego Lopez. Like these guys that come out of nowhere and like do kind of well and fucking like Ursay won. Um, before, last week though, we did say like Dvorak, like yeah, he's number ten, but he's nothing special. Like I think yeah. he was like two and two in the UFC before this fight. So, yeah, man. I mean, I thought Ursic was going to get him out of there in the second round. Yeah, for sure. Um, is he is he ranked? I haven't seen. I haven't seen, but I would assume he took. A, he, I don't know if he took the ranking, but he jumped into the rankings. I feel like a top ten win should automatically get you I mean, there. He should be ranked. Yeah, well, I'll check real quick. But yeah, fucking Ursic, dude. He's number fourteenth. All right, there you go. Ten and one. I mean, shit. I'll take as many flyweights as I can get at the Astro time. Boy. Astro Boy, one and zero. He got a he got a performance bonus, which I didn't really agree with, but uh, good for him. All right, this was frustrating. This next fight. This was uh, the beginning of the end right here. Cal Nelson defeats Blake Builder, and you know I was watching this at the bar. You know I was taking my eyes off of it. I wasn't really like you know locked in like I, I usually am. But it's like every time I look, I'd be like, oh, Builder's like landing pretty good. Like he's probably up. And but then I would just see him make a terrible mistake. And it would it ended up losing him the fight. Yeah, I mean I was I wasn't watching that close either, but the commentary was saying like yeah Builder needs to win the third. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, really? it seemed like he was like kind of fucking around when he should have, you know, pushed on the gas. Yeah, bit. man. Someone should have told me that Kyle Nelson was going to have a sick beard in this fight because that might have changed my mind. Because his beard is fucking electric and he should keep it. But yeah, I mean, this, this, was, this was the beginning of the fight. Like, in terms of like Fading Canada, this was the beginning of the end. Fucking a two plus 250 underdog who's not, Bridger's words, the worst UFC fighter on the roster that aged well. Did he really um, say that? That's yeah, tough, bro. Look. That we need to we need to rerun the tape on that one. I'm 90 percent sure he said that, or he's like in nomination for the worst UFC fighter in the roster. I don't know what to think of Blake Builder anymore because I don't think Nelson's good at all. Fucking Builder fought like an idiot. Was just like stand. He he did the thing where he jumped in front of him. He's got fucking Sparta kicked in the chest too. I don't as, know. I as as I watch more and more uh, as the years go by, the the cards pass. The more I realize that doing that is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't. That's tough. Good, but yeah, once this, once this hit, yeah, good for him for sure. Uh, but once this hit, I was like, okay, you know, we took one on the chin, but we'll get him back. A Rocha Lang's up next. And what does he do? <laughs> he gets fucking knocked cold a minute into the fight by Zahabi. Oh my God, bro. That bro, was you should have seen my face. I was just like, like I'm dude, fucked. He got not dude. You see, he was like ready to fight. He thought the fight was yeah, still going on. Yeah, he, like, he got knocked bad, and I did not think that he had it in him. Oh, I I, I, I love that you mentioned that because after Nelson, well, I had a big parlay. I had a heavy parlay with Builder in it too, and like that was done. The Canada parlay was done. All this shit, a fake Canada like I was like, all right, we got. Oroshi Lang straight next. Like, let's fucking yep. get it. Yeah, let's, let's get, get let's it get all back. on the board. Let's get it go all back. on the board. And wow. Yeah, like a minute in. And dude, I like you can't 
these Canadian fighters, like at, at when that when that happened, I was like, okay, they're gonna win. They're gonna win them all. They're really gonna win them all. Right. Like it just there's an energy around it. It's just Canada was just back, man. I don't know. What Canada else was say. wild, and there's fights in the stands and outside of the arena. I didn't see that. Yeah, apparently, yeah, I saw some videos. So. But okay, and then we had our third in a row, uh, Jazzy J with the upset of Miranda Maverick. Here's what I'll say about this fight. One, I've always been a Jazzy Jazz fan, so I'm happy that she won. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, I'm selling my Miranda Maverick stock right now. I don't want any yeah. more of it. Well, I was kind of on this a while ago. Well, yeah, so, yeah, I know, but... and now I'm I'm joining you in the Miranda Maverick is maybe not that good club. Um, she's gonna be able to dominate some guys. Like she's gonna be able to dominate most unranked uh, flyweights probably. But once she gets into this level, like I think Jazzy Jazz is good enough to be ranked in this division for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, she proves it. But like I've thought that for a while. Um, and with that said uh i saw miranda posted after the fight that she like injured her eye and it was completely blind going into mm-hmm. the third round and i mean we'll talk about chris curtis in a second but it's like if you can't if you can't see out of one eye like, you should probably say some shit you should probably call it quits um uh, before you yeah. go in biz ping mode and lose your eye forever so yeah um, i mean i it's, it's one thing if you're winning the fight though like if you're winning um, I don't know when she said she lost her eyesight, but she won the first round. So I, I think it was I, during the second round, she said. I can get behind, like, keeping going if you're winning the fight. But, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like even after Miranda won the first, I was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't – it didn't feel good for her th- th- at any point. And even last week, like, Jazzy Jazz was a fucking big dog, too. She was, like, plus 250. Same with Kyle Nelson. And – I can't believe I didn't I didn't see the Jazzy Jazz value. I was too blinded by the Canadian flag fire. Bro, game. I was gonna say the same thing. I was too blinded by just fading because I'm not a big random ever guy. Just by I was blinded by just fading the, all the fucking Canadians. Yeah. Like, dude, imagine how much money we would have made if we backed every Canadian. Like, holy fuck. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Okay. Yeah, it's whatever. I stand by it's it's still fake Canada. We're not changing. No, anything. I'm not gonna stop now. Like yeah. <laughs> why would we do that? This, yeah. this is the worst time to stop, but it's like the underlay. It's like it's gonna hit. <laughs> Dude, I don't like I don't even know what remember what it was. Not like a single leg hit, I'll be honest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The fucking underlay. Um but donation after donation. Jazzy J though, her one loss in the UFC, she got it was about like a year ago last summer, and she just got worked by Natalia Silva. So that shows you how good Silva is. She just got a fight. I forget against who, but she just got a fight for August, I think. So, so yeah. Speaking of eye injuries, Chris Curtis didn't. Oh, okay. I'm not going to start by saying Chris Curtis didn't look good because he looked like Chris Curtis. I'm going to say Imavov yeah. for the round and a half that this fight went looked. Very good against Chris Curtis. I agree. I thought I'm enough won the first, obviously, but I did feel like there was a slight change in uh the tides in the round two. Not yeah. that Curtis was like like it was a closer round in the second. Like he was, Curtis, he was like coming back, I guess. Yeah, like I, I could have seen that. The, I I see a world where Curtis like wins a decision there. Yeah. But I'd like agree. probably not, but like I see a world where that happens. Um I mean Chris Curtis 
unlucky. He's 0-1-1 in his last two fights, probably because of headbutts both times. Like, this in the Gaslam fight, that fight swung in the second round where he got knocked down by a headbutt. Looked really yeah. shitty. Graf didn't see it. And in this fight, it gets headbutt, head, headbutted again badly. This was really bad. This was one of the worst yeah, ones I've seen. It was a terrible cut, man. And it was kind of one of those times where, like, you're watching it, you're watching it, and it hits you like, oh shit, they're going to stop this fight. You can't fucking see. And obviously, Chris Curtis was super upset and wanted to stay in. You feel free, Mavos, too. It sucks, but yeah. it was a bad headbutt. Um, just run it back when they go to Paris in September. I think that's. Yeah. Did you see the the fights that got announced? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna mention it at the very end, but yeah, I did. Yeah, Gons. I already, have, I already have some very strong opinions on them. We'll get to those. We'll get yeah. to those. Uh, but let's get into this pay per view card. Um, you know, I didn't have like the highest expectations going in, but this was actually a pretty solid card overall. Um, especially yeah. this for this first fight. Yeah. Go, go ahead. I was like, besides losing money, but yeah, no, it was an entertainment uh, wise. Yes. yes, yes entertainment yes, yes, wise yes. is good. Um, so yeah, especially this first fight to lead off the pay per view, um, Barry All and, and Anders. I think uh, Mark Andre won 30 27 on each car, but it was yeah. way closer than that. I disagree. I thought he won, but I thought Anders got a round or two. It, yeah, there. like I was, I thought it was gonna be a split, honestly. Um, this is the best I've seen Eric Anders. He just kind of couldn't get a takedown, and that's about it. No, um, he looked good. I thought he landed more power shots, too. I, he like... absolutely did. He just couldn't, like, get the big moments in the rounds. Like, again, like a takedown and, like, some control and some ground and pound. Like, he wasn't able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Barrio might be decent, too, after watching. Like, he's he's big. We he, he saw him knock out uh, what's his face last fight in uh, Texas, I believe. Or in Dallas. No, it was in Vegas. That was the uh he knocked out Julian. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was I there. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't regret my ticket on Anders here. Like he actually looked pretty decent. For sure. But what do you do? Barrios is better. Anders doesn't have Anders has some years left in it left in him though. So we'll he'll be back. But again, that's probably the best I've seen him. All I can think about when Barrio one was that uh, it's a moral lock that Michael Lott's gonna win after. The yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. Okay. But, no. Okay. Yeah. I expected both these guys for this fight in general to just not be good, and it ended up being okay. So that was my expectations were already exceeded. Um, Dan Ige wins the unanimous decision against Nate Landwehr. Nate the train, yeah, proud of proud of the boy. Made it fun. Didn't get finished. Um, levels. You you were right. You're spot on. Ige yeah. is a level ahead of Nate the train. Not not, got as, not as many levels as I thought he was. To be honest, no, it was close, man. Like yeah, it was a close fight. It's just Ige just has that that power advantage and. Got a couple of knockdowns and really controlled it that way. So yeah, EA fifty K is electric. Some of the best power yes. in featherweight. I'd say him right behind Josh Emmett for most power in the mm-hmm. division. It's close, but I mean, he. I mean, if he didn't have that huge knockout sequence at the end of the second, like who knows? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how Nate the train survived that, but <laughs> I mean, 
Number one, shout out Nate to train just for, you know, being a fucking huge draw. He's been in back-to-back pay-per-views, I believe, or at least back-to-back main cards. Uh, and then shout out Dan Ige, who was on a terrible stretch. He's back. And now now two wins in a row. A couple he's, good wins. He's going to have a good career, man. Like, he's got power. He's got knockouts. He'll stick around. Just And he's already seen the best, too. I think that's super good. I think the losses really helped him. He's seen the best. And... I think that experience is going to pay dividends for him from here on out. Big fan of both these guys. Um, from now on with Nate the Train, I just want to see him fight in fun matchups. I don't, I don't need to that, see him fight rank guys that are like super high ranked, unless you know he goes on on a crazy run. But just give me fun matchups with Nate the Train, and I'll, I'll tune in for those. Um. Okay. Unfortunately, Adam Fugit did not yeah. get the win. No. This happened in the second round. How come I remember none of the first round? Um, yeah, it did happen in the second round. Uh, the first round, the first round, Mike Ballot won, but Adam Fugit, Fuji got hurt with a body kick really early. Okay, like, I remember really that. Fucking early. I do remember, like immediately, so, actually. So I thought it was gonna get finished like really soon, but I mean, man, like Adam Fuji's gonna stick around. He's good. Um, Mike Malach is better. I think Mike Malach is going to be ranked soon. I think he's really fucking dangerous. Yeah, he has I agree. Not he has ten fights, ten finishes, or ten wins, ten finishes, and most. I think most of most. I think this might have been his first in the second round. The finish. I don't know, but yeah, so the guillotine. We had the chance. Adam Fuchsia hung around. He you know didn't embarrass himself. He made put up a good fight. I still think he's good. I think Mike Malott is a weapon, though. He yeah, be the best sure. Canadian on the roster, honestly. No, I totally agree. Totally agree with that. Mike Malott, like, he's welterweight. Yeah. Just just give him the, the Ian Gary track. You know, I agree, man. Like, like he's got a couple him, finishes, like, Watching like, just... him, I'm like, okay. Like, like, I didn't really take any of these Canadians seriously, but... With him, I was like, wow, he and like I know I'm fucking a biased motherfucker, but I think this is a good win too. Like I like <laughs> I think it's a good finish. It took Mike Morales two and a half rounds to finish Adam Fuji on short notice. So right, right, right. Um, all right. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm looking at the rankings right now. I don't know if Vicente Luque has a fight, but that'd be electric. No, he's, he's fighting RDA. Fight. Right. Um. All right, Komain. Well, first kind of good right now. The, the, you got JDM, Ian Gary, and Shavkat just waiting in the wings. That's the wall. The ball's already there. <laughs> the wall, ball's there. Um, all right, Komain though. The champion has a name. Champion's name is Charles Dubronx. Illuminated by God. This was a highlight for me on the card. Very much enjoyed seeing him finish Benil on the first. And, yeah, he's a cold motherfucker. I mean, is this not like any of the other recent Charles wins you've seen? He's losing the round. Comes out of nowhere. The Dude, I don't even know if he was losing the round, honestly. I think he was. He was on his back, and Darius, Darius knows what to do in those situations, and he was having the better moments. I feel and like then, I feel like he, I feel like he was – Winning on his back, like for as long as he was there, though. Uh, I don't know. I, I, don't don't feel, know. I feel like Benil didn't do much, and Charles was like, I don't know. 
Uh, it's getting a little foggy by that time, I will say. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, all I know is that the sequence that Charles had came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Daryush, it seemed like it happened in a fucking second where all of a sudden Daryush is out and Charles is fucking one. It just came out of nowhere. I don't know. Like, Dude, you know people, what I mean? just... he hits people and they just buckle. It's crazy. <laughs> like, I've, I've never seen anything like it. Like, it's not even like, like, I guess the Chandler one's a little different, but like, it doesn't even look like the, you know, when you see a knockout, when we see like the Zahabi knockout, it's like, oh yeah. shit, like he fucked him up. It's just like a normal punch, and these top five lightweights are just crumbling the, from the it. Justin Gaethje one's a good example. Yeah. And this was kind of another one, like he, he hit him with the head kick, which kind of wobbled him at first, but none of those extra strikes looked. You know, like to the naked eye, they didn't look super damaging. They just touched him in the right spot. He's a scary, mother, scary motherfucker. Yeah. And his his celebration was so fucking electric afterwards. Just just pointing to the octagon and himself is so dope, dude. He's speaking and English. Speaking English, yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, he's he might be my favorite fighter. You know, I I mean, I say that about a lot, but. He's he's probably the coolest fighter in my opinion. Like he, I will say this: if he comes back and beats Islam, he, is he the best of all time? I was gonna say top ten of all time easily. I think he might already be. I don't think so. He, There's a lot of. I mean, you you could make the argument for sure. You could absolutely make the argument. I think he's, if he he's, comes back, he's being he's in, so he's number one contender. He's beaten. He's finished. Numbers two, three, and four now. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. I will say if he beats Islam, and he could make a strong argument he's the best lightweight of all time, for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like I It's I tough he, when he, he he he's got uh losses in lightweight, like a decent amount, and the Khabib didn't have any, but with the amount the longevity and the finishes the runs, though, and all that like, shit. If, if we're going peak, I don't know how you know we could we could debate. You know whose legacy is better about any we could do that about any we could compare any two but it's like we look peak for peak like if he does get the belt back and who knows maybe he defends it one or a couple more times and it's like holy shit Oliveira from 20 what 17 or 2018 yeah through whenever is one of the best runs you've ever, ever. seen because he was finishing every he's he's been finishing everybody yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big crazy. part of it. That is Except for Tony Ferg. Except for Tony Ferg. Yeah, shout out Tony Ferg, bro. Like, <laughs> honestly. Um, okay, I guess the main point, of, like, you have to start looking at him in terms of the all-time great status, like, now, if not when he gets the belt back. Right. And, I mean, he has most finishes of all time already, and he's, like, how old is he? He's, like, 32. Like, he's still... He's got a lot of legs left. He's incredible, dude. He's... 33. Yeah, go down. He's got a few good years left in him, for sure. For sure, man. I mean, come uh, on. Yeah. 22-9 and nine in the UFC. 20 finishes. It's just the one thing you could argue against him is that he has gotten finished eight times in the UFC. Yeah. and But, like, not recently. I'm just saying, like, it's yeah, crazy that guys like Paul Felder and Anthony Pettis finished him. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, but you if you go look back, like I th- I'm thinking of the Felder fight. Yeah. Like he looks so much different. 
Like he's that was in 2017. Yeah, it was six like, years ago. His body has transformed. Like pause. I, I know in one of these, I think it might have been against uh it was either Cowboy or Cub Swanson, maybe. His like throat collapsed or something crazy like that. Like he got oh, yeah. and like his throat collapsed. Fucking gnarly. But if you look at their run starting from Clay Gita on Gita, Giagos, Miller, Timor, Lance, Gordon, Lee, Ferguson, Chandler, Dustin, Justin. And, and then it's it, like, oh shit. Like Because are... those first five are just all cans, and then you're yeah. like, oh fuck. You know? Hey, respect Jim Miller and Clay Guida. Come on now. You know what I mean. I'm talking more, I'm talking the Giagos and Lances of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and Timors. Got fucking Anaconda choked in the second round. Um, but yeah, again, finishing everybody. What what about Benil? How like, how do you feel if you're Benil? Like you just kind of fucked yourself, buddy. Like <laughs> I mean, well, what do you mean by that? Like he should have got a title shot? Like No, I mean, I mean, I guess he didn't fuck himself, but Moving forward, I, like I think, he's got to win like three more fights to get that title shot. I know, but I think you're fine if you're Benil. Like, yeah, this sucks, and he came off such a blunt. Like, he won eight in a row, man. That that that's a title shot in most divisions. Most divisions, you get four in a row, you get a title shot. Um, okay, so I don't know. I, I like I think he'll get a good fight. Give him like fucking. I don't He's gonna know. fight Chandler because Connor's not gonna be able to. That's do what it. I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm. He. he that's what I'm saying. He might fight Chandler now that Connor's. That would make. That would make sense, actually. I would be um, for that. Um, I think he. Oh, I, I, I don't, don't want to give. I don't want to give him Fazib because I think or Armin. I think he already proved that he's like he beat Gar, uh, Gamrot. So it's like all right, right. give me some real motherfuckers. I don't know, dude. Winner of Poirier Gagey. Yeah, or the loser, honestly. Yeah, we never probably get a title shot. And does Ol- like what does Oliver does he get the title shot now? I think Oliver should for sure get the title shot next. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. I agree. Because he had the belt, he defended it. If you include the Justin fight twice, he like, usually lost you get it. a rematch, anyways. So yeah, and then he beat a top five guy. Like I think for sure he gets the belt. He he gets yeah. it next. I'd be shocked if he didn't. Um. All right. Can't wait to talk about Charles Oliver again. Shout out. Only highlight for me on the card, betting-wise. But Okay. One more Main me. event. This We don't need to even talk about this very long uh, because Irene Aldana came in and pulled a Lauren, Lauren Murphy. Laid pulled an egg. Lauren Murphy. Laid yeah. an absolute egg. Embarrassing performance. Um, She was just... She looked like she was scared. And if you're going to beat... I mean, Juliana Pena showed us if you're going to beat Amanda Nunes, you need to not be scared of her. You need to go and like be aggressive and attack her. Mm-hmm. And Aldana didn't. She landed one good counterpunch in the entire fight, and that was pretty much it. Yep. Um, Nunes retires as the double champion. Best women's fighter of all time. It's really you can't argue it. Um, who was she beating in these like some of these fights? Like, sure, she's like she finished Cyborg and like Holly Holm and all that good stuff. Um, but like the last couple of years, you know, they've just been kind of throwing Megan Anderson's in front of her. Um, yeah, but like then again, like there are only Megan Anderson's to put in front of the, her in the 135 pound division. Like she literally, like they gave her the best that they had, you know. This is crazy. Um, I mean, I think there's no, like, there, I see some arguments on Twitter being like, no, she's not the best women's fighter of all time. 
Who she else? Was just, she, she was just physically stronger than them. It's like, um, yeah, okay, yeah, that's why she's better. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, okay, then sure. She's still, like, you can't dispute, like, it is crazy that we saw her only lost live. I know. <laughs> I mean, she went through everybody. Her title runs crazy. Double champ. Even though, like, the 145 pound division, like, is that even really a thing? Not really. Not really. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I should be more, like, as a UFC fan, I feel like I should be more like, uh, is it like, yeah, like cool. If she had a great career, cool. Like, I think she retired at the right time. But it's not I like do. when, when Joanna retired. Like, no, I cared way more close. about that. I cared not way more about that. It is cool to see a fighter go out on top, though. You never, you very rarely see that. We, we like, talk about that all the time. Yeah. You should recognize that it's cool to see a fighter go out on top. Um, I do think that. I like I, I don't think she wants to fight Penny again. Is that's all I'm gonna say. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, I would like to see Aaron Blanchfield fight Pena. I think that would be cool. I think it's like I'm I'm kind of in a way I'm glad he's gone. It's like there's more excitement. Like the 135 pound division just got exciting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no more 145. Add fucking Adam weight too. Honestly. They yeah they absolutely need to do that. They're sleeping. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Good job, Canada. Canada could not be more back. They hosted their PGA tournament the next, uh, or the final round of their PGA tournament was next day. It was the day after, and a Canadian won. So Canada's on an absolute heater right now. Um. So. Yeah, and that's where we're at. I'd buy that stock. All right, let's talk about some uh, Vittori Cannoneer, brother. We got nine minutes. I think we can get through it in nine minutes. Sure, let's do it. All right, number one fight. Modestus Bukowskis is back after that upset over Tyson Pedro, taking on Zach Pauga. I don't think Bukowskis is going to have very many problems with Pauga. I think he should get this one. You want odds or no? Um, sure. Really quick. Uh, Pauga plus one sixty five, Bukowskis minus one ninety five. Yeah, put put me put Bukowskis in the lays. If you got anything on these, just feel free. But I'm just gonna get go through these next. I'll three out odds. I really yeah. don't have much. All right, Lawrence and Argeta. This is kind of an interesting fight. Lawrence minus one ninety, Argeta plus one sixty. Give me Ronnie. Uh, shout out to Argeta from Tough. Um, Teresa Bleda, who I'm pretty sure Bridger convinced us to to bet on once, uh, taking on Gabriela Fernandez. Bleda, pretty big favorite, minus two twenty five. Fernandez plus one ninety. Give me that. Also, value. as a side note, all these under two and a half are plus money. Almost every single one. What an electric start to the card. This card starts at six my time. Probably not gonna be able to watch any of it. Unfortunately, it starts at six my time though, and with all these decisions. It's going to be going until like 1.30 a.m. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, give me Fernandez. Give me that value on a random women's fight. Fade Bridger, sure. Fade Bridger. Okay. Bondar versus Hernandez. Flyweights. Uh, Bondar minus 130. Hernandez plus 110. Don't have much on this one. I have nothing there. I know Bondar lost to Malcolm X because he snapped his arm. So. Uh, all right, Quinones. I already know I got Quinones here. Picking on Kyung Ho Kong. 
Yeah, Quinones is minus 155, and Kin Ho Kong is plus 135. Kong was the one who knocked fucking uh, Ode, right? No. I'm pretty sure. No. I don't, okay. I don't think so. Never mind. Quinones uh, is pretty electric, though. Who did he beat last? He beat somebody. Oh, he beat uh, our Dana. friend Dana. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving Jimmy on. Flick. Jimmy Flick is back. Uh, he I forget who he lost to earlier in the year, but he's taking on Alessandro Costa. Yeah, Costa minus two sixty five, Flick plus two twenty five. Uh, Flick lost to our boy, the uh fucking Michael Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson, my bad. He looked terrible in that fight, dude. I don't think Costa's very good though. Like Flick, Flick is a big dog. Flick sub. Uh, Flick sub, that would be plus 350. All right, I kind of like that. Might as well spend his money line. He's plus 225. Interesting. We'll see what happens. I love I love uh, some Jimmy Flick on a Saturday night. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Nice summer evening. Muslim Salikov. Last knocked out Andre Fialio, our, our good friend Andre Fialio. Uh, taking on Nick, Nicholas Dalby. Yeah, Dalby is plus 155, Salikov minus 180. Give me Salikov. I think Dalby's super scrappy. Yes. But Salikov's a full package. He, he He's a heavy hitter. Fialio, we don't know if he's even good anymore, but he fucking dominated him last time around. Dalby is scrappy, though. So Dalby is very scrappy, and like he's always a, a decent shot as an underdog. All right, Nicholas Mota versus Manuel Torres. M Torres, M Torres in one minus one seventy five and Moda okay. plus one fifty. I think Torres is pretty electric. He's got a few knockouts in the UFC. Um, Moda, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Got knocked out by uh, Jim Miller. That happens right. a lot lately, though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, give me M Torres, baby. All right, Pat Sabatini back at featherweight, taking on Lucas Almeida. Passivatini is a minus 200 favorite. Almeida plus 170. You guys were talking Almeida. about how you loved Almeida. The books do. do really like Sabatini. Like, and I think Almeida could knock him out. Like, I can I can picture that in my brain. Almeida KO is plus 350. See, like, at that point, this bet of money, like, I don't, that's not. I'm just saying, like, as a no, I'm just method. Like, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, I'm just complaining to DraftKings right now. Yeah, give me Almeida. I, lo- I like him at plus one seventy. This card is rough, dude. It's so bad. All right, God. this this one eighty five fight is okay. Christian Leroy Duncan. So he debuted against Dusko, but Dusko got his knee um, tore on right. the last London card. Take on Petrosian. I feel like both these guys are good. I feel like this could be an entertaining fight. A lot of kickboxing. Leroy Duncan minus one fifty. Petrosian plus one thirty. Under two and a half is a pick I think that's a play here. Yeah, Especially Leroy Duncan Bridgers was obsessing over before his yeah. last fight. Mm-hmm. He could be pretty sneaky. So I, I'm a, I'm actually excited to see Christian Duncan fight because his highlights and yeah, he's he seems electric. Yeah. All right. For some reason, Armand Saryukian is fighting Joaquin Silva. Yeah, Garmin is a over a minus a th- he's a thousand fifty favorite, and Silva's plus seven hundred. I mean, Armin is just gonna roll, right? Yeah. 
Like, I it doesn't make any sense to me why. Uh, I don't why? hate it. Just give him a give him a toss up. Give him a give him a free win. Pretty much. I mean, fuck why anything, though? Like, anything can happen. He's been fighting top ten guys now. It's like, all right, uh, here's here's Joaquin. <laughs> you never know, bro. Dude, if if Joaquin pulls it off, it's the number eight lightweight versus the number sixty lightweight in the world. Um, okay, so all of those fights we just talked about, all of the fights leading up to the main event, none or are exciting. Oh, you're good. Okay, we got two minutes to talk about Marvin Kanier. Uh, Kanier minus Kanier's plus one of five. Vittori's minus one twenty five. I love Vittori in this spot. Okay. Like I need you to ha- explain to me why Kanier. Why you have? I think this is like insane. Like I'm just so confident Vittori in the spot. Why? The only thing that Kanier has over him in terms of like a skill set is power. Vittori is one of the best chins in the fucking uh, like in the UFC. Okay, I don't. Okay, that might be the only advantage Kanier has, but it's not like Vittori has large advantages anywhere else. Like I know, but I, I they're both pretty. Already... They're both pretty well rounded. And I texted you. I think you overrate Vittori. I don't think he's as good as you. Like I was, I was overrating him against Whitaker, and then I saw him fight. I thought his hand was broken for the whole fight. That's how bad he did. I so get if, that. If he's gonna yeah. strike with Strickland, or if not Strickland, if he's gonna strike with Cannonier. Like. Cannonier is a good enough striker to win a decision. Like he doesn't just have to knock him out. Cardio grappling. Uh, Cannonier has been fucking, five rounds. I don't. Yeah, but like not like against fucking Gastelum, bro. Like if Vittori's gone five with fucking Cannonier went, went five with Strickland. I guess like, Cannonier also went five with Izzy, but Vittori put up a like a better. I don't know. I think I think Vittori's ground game could play a factor. I don't know, dude. I feel like Canyon's good at getting up and defending. I mean, there's a reason why it's pick em odds. Basically, at the end of the day, as we're about to run out of time, I think you're overrating Vittori, and I like Cannonier in this spot. I, I don't know, man. I think I just I've I just envisioned a Vittori just point decision. Like a like a in terms of outpointing Canyon for five rounds. Don't worry, I can see that too. Like I'm not I'm not super confident Cannonier. I'm worried at how much I like this. I, I was thinking about that's what that's why I'm like you need to pump the brakes on that a little bit. I think <laughs> like it's it's close and you shouldn't be confident in Vittori. Again, <laughs> I thought his hand was broken. It was not. 